Welcome to the Namaste in Your Lane podcast. I'm your host, Auntie L, aka Lauren. And I'm Ayana, and no cool nickname is just cool, but I. This podcast is all about how to maintain your lane amidst the chaos of the world with your peace of mind as a priority. We're here to learn and share with you and from you, all while leading with love. I know that sounds real woo woo, y'all, but stick around. You'll be happy you did. Y'all, this is take two. We're going to be transparent coming out the gate. This is take two. But you know what? We're still getting it together. We came with the energy the first time, so we're coming with the energy the second time. Clink, 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 clink. Bring it back for season two. It is season two, y'all. We got the video. Y'all can see our faces. Yes. And we've changed locations. Yes. Y'all wouldn't know that, but know that we are just, we are moving We're stepping it up. up. Yes. And you were speaking of the culture. And I was reminding the good folks that it is Black History Month. So happy Black History Month, y'all. I liked it when you said it first. To the niggas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is strictly for the niggas. But if you are not. (laughs) Right. I mean, welcome. But no, that this is for the niggas. Right. It's not happy New Year season anymore, but it is a new year. New year, new season. How you feeling? I'm actually feeling good. Yeah. How about this year? Okay. We'll get into that. We'll get let's do a little recap of 2023 though to start us off. How was it? 2023, I feel like was like a shit show. Yeah. Like I agree. I feel like anything that could have went wrong in 2023 went wrong for like so many different reasons. Like I feel like there were a lot of actually my year wasn't that bad, actually. <laughs> Okay, top first half of the year was trash. Mm-hmm. First of all, I was working two jobs, um, leaving one that I hated to start one that I liked. But you know, just in the space that like the world is in right now, like people are like getting hired and then getting fired two mm-hmm. months later. So I was just like, I'm not gonna be that girl. Mm-hmm. So, oh my goodness, that was the worst part of probably like my year but then I also had a really good year because I traveled so much yes you were everywhere all at once I took 25 (laughs) trips last year oh my god I'm so tired and that's and that's the thing I was talking I forgot who I was talking to um but I was like last year was a lot of traveling this year needs to be a lot of vacations yeah Mm -hmm. like I need to be relaxing um not on the go as much Mm -hmm. so this year's goal is every continent. Okay. So, we'll see. The that only one that's exciting. looking a little shaky is Antarctica. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to do that cruise. Have you been seeing Which that cruise one? on TikTok? I've seen, I feel like I've Not been seeing Not the nine-month like one. Okay. Because I was going to say, I feel like that's the one. The one where they were recently going through some straight. The Drake right? Shake? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's the one I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. How okay. was your year in review? 2020. I will say it, that it was a shit show. I think on a personal level and on just a, a global scale. I don't even think we have to get into like the global aspect of it all because we're still feeling the repercussions of it. Like with all of the layoffs happening and even just like the job market being trash. Um, we're in World War Three. whether the government wants to admit it or not like all of those things like we know girl did you see i don't know if you saw the tiktok um 
I saw it like a couple of days ago about, I think they said Cigna. Um, the healthcare company? Yeah. Like the insurance company put like a clause and is like, we're not like paying out claims for anything that's a result of war, riots, such and such. And I'm just and like. And I have Cigna. So how oh, raggedy. Oh, really? How raggedy. But anyway. I think I got Blue Cross. No, I got United. Mm-hmm. Child. <laughs> healthcare is a conversation for another day. Anyway. Um. My year started off, y'all know if you listen to season one, like I was over my job. I wasn't going anywhere <laughs> because again, <laughs> the job market is trash. And I'm like, you know what? I have too many benefits and I actually enjoy my job. It was just raggedy heifers that was driving me crazy. Um, but yeah, the first half was just very strenuous on like a health related tip on a work related tip. Um, going like it, Going through my Saturn return last year was also mm. upheaval. If if you if you're familiar with tarot and know what the tower card looks like, it was a lot of that of just like me feeling like my home was just about to fall Catch out of this. <laughs> Literally, and I'm jumping out the fucking window. Yes, that's what it felt like. Uh, but I survived. I survived. The latter part of the year was was great. Um, and I felt like I was really coming into my own in a type of way. Um, and I feel more of that energy now. But boy, oh, fucking boy. <laughs> was it a, a process. A trying time. It was a trying time, for sure. And I talked to a lot of people um, at the very beginning of January. And they pretty much all said the same thing. It was just like a collective energy of just like... 2023 was just not. I knew it was crazy when nobody was in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Like people were like forcing themselves to Mm -hmm. be in it, but nobody was just like genuinely like lit in the way that people are in the past year. We're like, Mm -hmm. I remember seeing one post and they were like, is everybody okay? Cause like I ain't seen not one Christmas carol. Oh, you remember the hip hop carolers? They were funny. They, they, they brought joy. the joy. They brought the joy. <laughs> <laughs> they brought the girls joy. Shout out to them. I, when I first saw it, I'm like, bro, Nick, you I'm know. I'm like, if but... you would have walked up to my door, <laughs> I too would have called the cops. Could get yeah, your ass away from oh, me. <laughs> I'm not in the mood for this. <laughs> Run it back this year and see how we feel. Um, <sighs> but I was, I think in my conversations, I was really trying to gauge with people like, what is making the collective feel this way? And a part of me was like, maybe it is like a, not a rebound of sorts, but Mm -hmm. like a delayed reaction to COVID and how I think like, yeah, 2020 was what it was. I think 2021, depending on where you were and what your mindset was, we were like easing back out into the world. 2022 was like, all cautions to the wind, at least for me and a lot of people that I knew. Like, we were outside in 2022. But 2023, it's, it's like, mm, did we move too fast? Did we I skip don't even remember anything during COVID. I remember being sent home, and then everything else feels like one year. From when to when? COVID to the end of last year. Mm. It feels like one year. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm still... <laughs> 26 like oh my god i'm like yeah i'm still like i that those three years were a blur Mm. 
2022 definitely stands out to me for sure. But I had major things happening in my life in 2022. So maybe that's why. Maybe, yeah. Because when I think about it, like if I was to like scroll through my phone and look at pictures and I'd be like, oh, I can put timestamps to the year. But like me just sitting here right now thinking, I'm like, that was one year. <laughs> and I've heard other people say that. So I get that. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Okay. D- you have... um some major things that happened in 2023, though. So you were working two jobs. I was working two jobs. Traveling. Um, I guess we can say starting a relationship. Let's see. I'm, I'm like... Look, I'm giving you the space <laughs> to say what you <laughs> We're good. We're, we're, we're working towards things. Wonderful. Yes. Okay, I so, love that. We'll see how it continues to progress. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this episode is called The Season We Are In. And it felt like a great place for us to jump off since this is the first episode of season two. We're very much early in the year. Um, and I'll kick it off by saying, I think maybe three years ago, I started... Um, coming up with my word of the year mm-hmm. and even it, it was a word of the year it was a color of the year mm-hmm. it was just like a feeling that mm-hmm. I wanted to embody for the year and I, I want to say maybe back in 2021 um, or end of 2021 going into 22 I was like my word of the year is ease and it, my color was green mm-hmm. and of course, my favorite color is green, but I'm like, I want it to feel very expansive. I want it to feel very abundant. I recognize that ease doesn't mean easy. And so I knew <laughs> that I wasn't necessarily asking for life to be easy per se, mm-hmm. but I wanted to move about my world with ease. Yeah. Um, And I've just started carrying that tradition with me since then um ease or just the word of the year actually both like normally i try and do one word and i think because ever since then like ease has been my like foundational word it's Mm -hmm. not going anywhere Mm -hmm. um but yeah carrying like that word that feeling that color or whatever for the year with me um and luckily, like, my friends have started to adopt it or probably were on it at some point, too, at the same time. Um, so I'm curious to know, unless you want me to go first, what your word or words Yeah, I. It's so funny because, like, when people ask these kind of questions, I just throw out a word. I'm like, whatever word that's on my heart at that moment. So my word today might be different from my word tomorrow. <laughs> but yes. um, when somebody asked me earlier this year... Um, My word was alignment. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's still my word. Like there in the past, like there have been so many things that I've like tried to force into a mold or like try to go out of my way or overextend myself to make happen. Even if it was like a good thing, a positive thing, something that I wanted to happen, Mm -hmm. it just wasn't meant like at that time. So this year is about just like making way for things that actually make sense um, in the full picture of thing. And it's crazy because I feel like I've had so much more patience this year and we're only what a A month month in. in. (laughs) And I feel like I've had so much patience about things. Like Mm -hmm. my homegirl, she was literally like, 
who are you? Like we've switched roles because now she's like so anxious about mm-hmm. things and like trying to make things happen. I'm like, girl, I just can't care. If it if I'm it's not meant to happen, mm-hmm. oh well. It's not going to happen. Right. Like yeah. I'm not going to stress myself out about it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might still cry, but... <laughs> But we gonna be okay. We gonna be okay. I'm gonna cry and still do whatever. Look, I, I was gonna say your zodiac, but I'm like, let me not put your personal business out there. But with that being said, y'all, if you know, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm still gonna cry, and then I'm just gonna go on about my business. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you do like a color or a feeling, or is are you like at the word stage? I've never even thought about like a color or a feeling. Yeah. It's funny because this was my first year in my life ever really doing a vision board, mm-hmm. like. I've oh, been going with the flow of mm-hmm. life and figuring it out as I go. Mm-hmm. So this year I did one. Um, I don't know if it's a one year, five year, 10 year. I don't know what it is, but I did one. So we'll see. That's so funny because I've never thought about a vision board being like a three or five or 10 year. Mm-hmm. I think I've always been conditioned to think that you make a new one every year, but I made one in 2021 that I'm still like, seeing those things come into fruition. So I'm like, I feel like I resonate with the one from 2021 yeah. even to this day. And it's crazy. Cause like when I was making it, I was like, okay, these things seem kind of far off, but like, you know, we've been talking about lately, like God worked quick when he ready Very to move. Fast. So yeah. it could be a one year, right? It mm-hmm. could be three. Mm-hmm. I have whatever's in alignment. It. No. That's not true. I made one in 2022, which all that shit happened very fast. So I don't know. I haven't made a new one since. I'm still resonating with the ones that I made a couple of years ago. And that's my business. Yeah. But no, I've never done like a color. So is it like, does it feel like, like Pantone's color of the year? Like, is that what the vibe is? Almost. Like when I, I think, see, I attach like feelings to colors. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of easy for me to relate it in that way of like, oh, I want to feel like how the color green makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Um, So then do you try to like put a whole bunch of things from your like wardrobe in that color? mm -hmm. Because I think that same year that I did that, I... Um, yeah, I started wearing way more green. My glasses were green. Like it just, it, but it, I wasn't looking for it. It mm-hmm. was just popping up, you know? And I want to say last year I had two colors, like red and purple. Um, so how did those make you feel? I wanted to be more in my root energy. Um, it's, it's interesting because I wanted to actually run the gamut of like my chakras. So mm-hmm. I thought those like, cause you know, purple violet is more so like your crown chakra, whereas mm-hmm. red is your root. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm running all of it. Up. Mm-hmm. Um, but red and purple also feel very regal to me. It feels very powerful to me. And I wanted to embody that bold, but very like feminine and regal type energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I gravitated toward those colors. And again, like gravitate, well, those colors really gravitated toward me yeah. in the real world. Um, but I haven't really nailed down like what my color for this year is going to be. Like I have my words, but yeah, or the feeling, but not the mm-hmm. color yet. So are you one of those uh, people where, when does your new year start? It starts in the spring. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was, because I was thinking about it, um, I've always said like, eh, New Year's doesn't feel like a new year for me. I'm like, oh, it's always my birthday. Exactly. That always feels like a new year. Mm-hmm. But I, not until like 
a couple of months ago um, when people were starting to prep for New Year and talking about, like, we're still in the dead of winter. And I'm like, that's why January has never felt like a new year for me. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's never been something I've been excited about. Mm-mm. I'm like, it's never been, like, a whoop de damn do Like, there's nothing January 1. Yeah, new about winter. Like, winter to me gives off the energy of, of course, hibernation, of being still, of... Also kind of like strategizing, but not mm-hmm. putting things into motion mm-hmm. yet, but just taking it easy. Um, nothing new is like growing and sprouting in the dead of winter. Like that just is yeah. not with nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas in spring, yeah, you're, it feels like a time to activate on things. It, it feels like a time to reap but also a time to sow. Like, you can do both things in that season. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, like, my birthday is a couple of days after spring. So, I, I feel you on the birthday tip of, like, I celebrate the new year with my birthday. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Um, and I love winter. Winter is my favorite season. But it's just, like, it doesn't feel like a new year. Mm-mm. It feels like hell. <laughs> Summer and winter feel like hell to me. And that's the thing, like, because what we had, like, two weeks of it being, like, really cold down here. And everybody's like, bring out summer. I'm like, y'all do know that summer's going to be the same extreme just in the other direction, right? Yes. Like, it's going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, the moment it hits 100, I'm done. And my, listen, and I'm not ready for my electricity bill. All my people with Georgia Power know. <laughs> my electricity <laughs> bill? Now, mind you. I say an energy efficient home. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Almost $300. Get the fuck out of here. For one month. Georgia Power, sponsor us so I can give y'all some money because I still ain't paid that bill. Give <laughs> us some money. Y'all heard that wrong. Not so we can give y'all some money so yeah. y'all can give us. Because some... y'all need to pay yourselves at this point. Yeah, be for real. Yeah. They raised, they raised. Again, while 2023 suck, they, they raised, they raised last year. Oh, did Reason they? number 57 as to why 2023 sucked. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not trying to be pessimistic, y'all, because I'm actually feeling very good on this first day of Black History Month. All right. My words, because I have a couple of words, mm-hmm. are um, boldness, creativity, and visionary. And all those things work together for me. I don't want to get too deep into like why those are my words because I got to hold some things a little close to me. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that I want my feeling of this year is a feeling of rooting down. Mm-hmm. Back in 2021, I was praying so much for expansion. And I think as I've gotten older and I've grown in my relationship with God and just like with myself, I've realized like true expansion for me is being able to root myself down because that creates a sense of stability. And I think the deeper your roots are, the more you are able to expand up and outward, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that means okay, like... tree. Okay, strong, yeah. strong black woman. <laughs> Look, I was y'all. I hate being a strong black woman. Right. Like I am, but I don't. I don't want to be at all the soft, time, y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I want to. I want to deepen myself in my relationships and just like my understanding of myself as I enter into a new phase because I'm t- turning thirty this year. Woo-hoo. Like I, I don't know. It just feels like 
Someone told me that 30, because they recently turned 30 in January, that it doesn't even feel like a new chapter for them. It feels like a completely new book, which I Mm. thought was very interesting. And it just made me so excited. Um, But I, yeah, I want to dig my heels in, even with my my spirituality and my faith, like Mm -hmm. just growing deeper in that Um, and knowing that like the, the fruits of that labor of digging my heels in will mean that no not only will I be growing deeper, but I can expand outward, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Okay. So is there anything, um, this coming year that you are preparing for anything that's scaring you, anything that you're excited about? It's funny you ask because there are a number of projects that I'm working on that are really calling me to be front and center. Mm-hmm. I think I was work related or just in life in general, work related mm-hmm. and um, very much in alignment with like what I want to do. And also like if you're into astrology, like who the stars say mm-hmm. I am, which is so funny to me because I have always been very comfortable being behind the scenes, like creating the things, writing the things, directing other people. Mm-hmm. And now to be on the other side in front of the camera behind the microphone, it's just like, this is new territory, but I'm not fearful per se. It's just like exercising a, a new muscle, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't consider myself a perfectionist per se, but I'm very particular about the way that I present myself to the world, uh-huh, you uh-huh. know? And so, and, and it being in connection to my career, I think also like as another layer for me, um, but I'm excited about it, mm-hmm. but this is just like all new territory for me yeah, to be seen. And that's the, that's a whole nother conversation in and of itself is like, that I've been seeing on the internet of like people having a fear of being perceived and that's why they don't mm-hmm. put themselves out into the world to be seen. Yeah. And I, I get it. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Like in terms of perception, I'm just like, you're a dummy too. Like we're all <laughs> dummies. True. So you, you might as well just like do what the hell you need to do because it's like, yeah. and maybe like I was talking to some friends the other day. I was like, I've never experienced embarrassment. Mm, it's mm-hmm. an emotion that I just and I have had some seemingly embarrassing embarrassing moments and I'm just like who are you like yeah, I feel secondhand embarrassment more than I do firsthand I ain't never felt secondhand because oh I'm like if God. I don't feel embarrassed for myself I definitely don't feel embarrassed for you <laughs> girl what I feel secondhand embarrassment about like off the top of my head stand-up comedy gives me such secondhand because if you're not making nobody laugh, you're not doing your job, but you up there kikiing yourself, it's like. <laughs> See, I just think those I'm things are like cringe, it's but I'm cringy. just like, it, yes. it doesn't it doesn't make me embarrassed. It makes me feel embarrassed for you, for sure. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already not a fan of like stand-up comedy. I I'm don't like, like it. I just be sitting there looking at people cracking up and like, it wasn't that funny. It wasn't. And now I'm embarrassed <laughs> again because you're getting sympathy laughs. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh my goodness this year I feel like this year is going to be in the way that you talked about like a new book I feel like it's going to be a year of like radical growth in a way that's so weird and I feel like it's going to be a lot of loss in in order to get and it's it's weird because like even the other day first of all Apple, count your fucking days. 
What did they do? I feel like Apple creates problems in order to sell you the solution. Oh, for sure. So literally my iPad was in my purse. Where's my pencil? I have not seen my pencil. I'm like, how did it pop off? Mm-hmm. Pop out of my bag. And I haven't seen it since. So Not your thinking. Apple needs they, to come with a keychain. Because why? They engineer for their pencils to grow legs. Like, what is the accusation? The accusation is the magnetic strip ain't strong enough. So y'all need to redo that it. That is fair. And I agree with that. Y'all need to redo mm-hmm. it. Because that pencil's like 180. I know. I'm not buying another one right now. Y'all Hell can nah. kiss my butt. Mm-hmm. So that like happened. Um, the other day I lost my glasses. Girl. <laughs> okay, that one was my fault. That one. <laughs> that one was my fault. But then it just made me think about. So you know we've been. To, I think it might have been last season or either in the group chat. But we were just talking about like how our bodies are changing, how we're gaining weight, how we're just going through the phases of becoming an adult or whatever. And I thought I had to clean out my closet again. This is my fourth time cleaning it out in the mm. last like six months. I don't have any clothes anymore between things literally not fitting anymore or it's just not what my style wants to be for 30. So I'm like, Oh, that's a double whammy at the same time. You know, I get it to to experience both of those things at the same time. I can't afford to feel this way. Yeah. I was like, cause I'm a jean girl through and through. Like if I could wear jeans to my wedding, I 100% would. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I used to have like 40 pairs of jeans. I'm down to like eight. Girl, I have And they're all two. skinny jeans. And I'm like, good God, mm-hmm. I don't want these anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, I can't throw them away because then I don't that's have any jeans. <laughs> yeah. That's and sucks. I'm like in this phase of like planning for my 30th. So I'm like, well, I can't do both right now. Mm-hmm. So I think this year will just be a lot of like letting go, prioritizing, figuring yeah. out what I want. Um so I don't think it'll be necessarily a year of bad loss. It just feels like a year of shedding, mm-hmm. like shedding all of the unnecessary things, shedding mm-hmm. things that no longer serve me, no longer are going in the same direction that I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, hopefully, prayerfully, it doesn't feel like shedding a job or friends or oh. anything, but like it just feels like a year of shedding. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, my God. I, Lord, we pray for grace. Mercy, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You have a new segment. And so do I, kind of, sort of. <laughs> kind of, sort of. We'll see. We're yeah, testing we're figuring it out. It out. We're, figuring we're testing it out, out yes. as we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, mine, I want to do, like, I need, to, I need to come up with a name for it. Okay. Like We're working on it. Yeah. We're just figuring it out. And y'all are coming along on the journey. <laughs> um, but it's like book talk. Because what I really wanted to do this year... Um, Cause like I've read all of the marketing books. I've read the career books, the self-help books. They're boring. I'm tired of reading them. I'm mm-hmm. tired of always feeling like, first of all, I'm in therapy. Like that's enough self-improvement that I need right For now. Sure. Um, and in my career, I was like, I want to become a better writer. And I'm mm-hmm. like, to be a better writer, I need to consume words. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where this came about. And I was like, I also just want something fun that's not attached to like a screen. Mm-hmm. So... I started reading books. I'm actually really enjoying this. Yes. Um, so the first <laughs> one that I'm reading is called A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah Moss. I think is how you say her name. Um, I'm really enjoying it. So it is a five-part series. I just finished book one. Um, honestly, like... Three and a half stars. Three and a half stars. Three and a half stars out of five. Okay. Um, it 
to me just feels like a better version of twilight mm-hmm. like it's very a better version yeah okay. it's a better version of twilight so it has like the mystics of it it's like a fantasy romance thing and i didn't even know what it was i just literally scrolled down instagram of people who i know who read and i'm like let me go see what they're reading mm-hmm. and i just picked books that seemed okay um but it's about this girl she winds up like they're like desolate. The father doesn't want to work because he's like miserable. So they're broke and mm-hmm. she has to like step up and fend for her family. Um, winds up killing this wolf. This wolf is this magical fairy. Um, so then they're like, since you killed him, we have to take you. Mm-hmm. And then there's this curse on like the fairy land. Um, and the only way to break it is if she falls in love with, mm-hmm. like she's a human girl. He's a fairy. They have to fall in love in order to break the curse. He actually falls in love with her, sends her back home. And then it's just like, she comes back to like save him and but it's like you don't even have any magic so how are you gonna save him but she winds up saving him Mm -hmm. in the first book so that's where we're at okay and then there's like more to come there's like oh a war is coming between the humans and the fairies so i think that's gonna happen in book two so we shall see Mm -hmm. um i plan on reading book two on the way to thailand Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Stay tuned, people. Okay. Add me on Storygraph. I don't know my username. I'll drop Story- it. What's Storygraph? So, have you heard of Goodreads? Yes. Okay, so I've never been on Goodreads because I just started. I used to like Goodreads. I feel like it's fell off, though. But it's like Goodreads, but mm-hmm. better. The thing I like about Storygraph is that, like, you and I can read a book together mm-hmm. and, like, we can make comments throughout the book. But, like, you can't see the. If I'm further ahead than. Then you, you can't see the comments until you've gotten to that page. Mm, I like that. So, like, you can, like, co-read things mm-hmm. together. So, like, me and one of my co-workers, we're doing a couple of books. And it's just fun because, like, you don't have to wait for somebody mm-hmm. to read it. But in the event that somebody does read it, you can just add them to mm, it. I really so. like that. Storygraph. Sponsor Looking at both cameras. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have been reading as well, but I've always been an avid reader. Um, fiction or nonfiction? Both? I, so after college, I was reading exclusively nonfiction. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you, like, at what point I was just like, bro, I cannot do this anymore. And I still read nonfiction, but I wanted to add some levity and enjoyment into mm-hmm. what I was reading. And so I was like, let me dip my toe into nonfiction, I mean, into fiction. And I loved it. Yeah. And, um, to your point, like, I think it helps, like, expand my mind. It also also expands my diction. Um, and I'm a writer, too. So mm-hmm. I'm like, it, it checks all the boxes. Um, but right now, and I'm picking up my phone because I use the Libby app, y'all. And shout out to your girl for having two library cards. <laughs> okay, so your girl is dipping her toe into <laughs> the Atlanta Public Library and the New York Public Library. Okay. So diverse and they both never have the books that i'm looking for unfortunately so is it like because it's it's virtual Mm -hmm. so is there a max capacity of like people who can rent out books in the same way it is at the real library yeah so they will have (laughs) (laughs) they only have a certain number of virtual copies and so it's virtual i don't know how it works <laughs> i can't get into the details but they may have like three copies or 50 something copies on like very popular books and you will have to wait in line for 
um, a book. I'm on hold for, I can tell you right now. This feels so unserious. <laughs> there was a book that I was reading or actually that I was previewing called A House of Salt and Sorrows that I actually really like. Um, there's an eight week hold on this and I placed the hold on January 24th. I'm 13th in line. There are three copies. So how long do you have to like, how long is your rental period? Two weeks. Huh. Okay. Two weeks. How many pages is it? Do you know? On top of your head. Um, Oh my God. I'm looking at something that I don't know. Cause I also. Okay, uh, Cardi B. <laughs> Cause I'm looking. I also have a hole for the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes after we went to go see it, right? And. I'm still so annoyed. Let by that me movie. tell you this. I placed this hole on December 31st. I am 476th in line. How many books they got? There are 220 copies. Good. 864 people waiting Literally, in don't total. Piss me off. I'm not downloading Literally. four people per copy. I'm like, bro, I started off at 1100. So, in a month, we move kind of fast in a month, but still, I have a four week hold or wait for this book in particular. Child. Oh my goodness. So, so, do you like physical books or do you? Uh... I love physical books. As you can see, I have a shit ton. Of, I have books on my wall. I have books in my room, in my living room, in a box somewhere. Like, I have too many books that I don't know where to put them. Mm-hmm. And I want to continue building out my library, but this is just way more convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the fact that you can, um, you can like do a trial of a book just to like read maybe mm, like the first mm-hmm. couple of chapters to see if you even like it. See, I like to go like this. <laughs> <laughs> and mama is all fashion. And I like it too. I'm a bunny ear girl. Um, but yeah, I, I do enjoy the Libby app. I love that they make recommendations. They have like collections. You can also borrow, <laughs> you can borrow magazines. Um, you can listen to audio books. They have like the regular book version and the audio book version. Uh-huh. Um, and I want to say you can do like whatever your library like offers and they have a lot of resources you can get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I'm reading, um, this, I think it's an anthology series called Out There Screaming. Um, and it was edited by Jordan Peele. And I read the first story and it's, it's interesting because it's kind of, it's one of those, it's like Jordan Peele-esque horror. I was about to say, it sounded like when you said the title of it, it sounded like a horror. It gives Jordan Peele energy because it's not like your like blood and guts horror. It very much is like very psychological, very social kind Mm -hmm. of horror Mm -hmm. from a black perspective. Um, and I enjoy Jordan Peele's movies. I've seen all of them. Um, and so I was like, this feels like something that I would would read. And I've read a couple of horror movies. One of my favorite, um, oh, I have to look it up. It's so good and scary and like a, this feels like it could be real life kind mm-hmm. of. Oh, I have to find it, y'all. Yeah, I so think good. the next genre I really want to get into is like the murder mystery suspense. I love murder mystery, but it's like no, I take that back. I, I don't want to do murder mystery. Okay. I like like detective things and yeah. like psychological that like murder mystery now, but. Like, I just don't want it to be like trauma like psycholo- porn. Fair. Like, like psychological thriller type. Yeah. There's one called The Herd that you mm. may like. It's really good. The mo- the movie. The. Oh, and a black one. A black one. Um, 
a book written by a black author that I think that you will also like is When No One Is Watching by mm-hmm. Alyssa Cole. It's very good. But the one that I was referring to, the horror one, is called Tender is the Flesh. Um, trigger warning, it has like cannibalism and things like that in it. Ooh. But it is very good. Okay. Very, very okay, good. Okay. Page Turner. Um, but shameless plug on the Libby app. It's free. So... Mm-hmm. No wonder it's free. You mm-hmm. waiting for six Smart months to find the book. <laughs> but I can just go to Barnes and Noble and pay like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I like supporting my local library. Y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Shout I out do. to the local library. Yes. And I saw that there's this um I wanna go to it after I finish the five or six books I just bought. But there is a black owned um bookstore over by like I think they said either I think it's by Morehouse but it may be in the AUC Mm -hmm. area somewhere so I'm like okay I'll try there next Um, what is it called you know mm -mm. she'll know next time (laughs) y'all Google black Black bookstores by Morehouse College Mm -hmm. like that's all I can tell y'all we'll figure it out together okay I'm excited to continue reading and I don't have any goals or anything like that, but I'm I happy did, to discuss on the pod. I did two books a month. That was mm-hmm. my goal. Mm-hmm. But I've been finishing books in like two days. Mm. So this is going to be an expensive hobby because I, I want the books. Idea. But I want like the physical books. Yes. And I like to own my things. Like I, I don't too. want to, like even if I rent it just to like read it, like I want to own it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel you. Libby, sorry. <laughs> support your su- support local. Support your library and bookstore. Yes. Okay. My new segment, girlies, is a trial as well. There is a creator on TikTok called Katrina Serju. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing her last name right. Um, and she, I don't think all of her content is this, but a good chunk of it is she. Um, does these like moral dilemma scenarios mm-hmm. um, and of course people chime in in the comments so there was one that I saw today and if you're going to get content from other people on the internet give them their props y'all right okay so courtesy of Katrina Sergio are you ready I oh, am yeah. okay <laughs> here we go your 17 year old child asks you to go to a house party with their best friend And you allow them to go since it's a Friday night and your child's best friend's mom happens to be your best friend too. You have a pretty good and typical teen. You trust them to be responsible since they just got their driver's license. Your child promises you that they won't drink at all, let alone drink and drive. You trust them as you always do and they head out to the party. It's about to go left. You're kicking it with your significant other, watching movies, ordering in before you head to sleep. Around 1.30 a.m., you both wake up to a devastating call. The police tell you that your child and their best friend are in the hospital in critical condition. You and your partner rush to the hospital and receive further details on what happened. You learn that your child is in a coma and due to the severity, your kid has a 5% chance of coming out of said coma. Your bestie shows up to the hospital and learns that their kid needs an emergency heart transplant as their heart is quickly failing. The police also tell you that your child was driving and their blood alcohol level was three times the legal limit. And they're 16? 17. Obviously, your kid was driving drunk. 
causing an accident that landed both of them, both them and their best friend in critical condition. With their heart rapidly declining, chances are slim to none that your best friend's child will get a heart from the donor list in time. The chances are also slim that your child will wake up from the coma, and if they do, they'll spend a long time in prison. The doctor returns to ask a, uh, the hardest question you've ever had to answer. You can take your child off life support since they have a small chance of survival, using their heart to save the life of their best friend. Do you refuse to take your child off life support, holding out hope that they will pull through and wake up, knowing that there is only a 5% chance of them waking up, knowing that your bestie's child will die without a heart heart transplant, or do you take your child off life support knowing that they only have a slim chance of waking up again, thus giving your best friend's child another chance at life, knowing that your child is the reason they landed in the hospital in the first place? Girl, what the fuck? No, that's not an option. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not taking my child off of life support. Okay, you're not taking your I'm kid not off. taking my kid off life support. So what do you? T- I'm your best friend in this situation. What What are you gonna tell me? Because I overheard what the doctors said. Oh, I was about to say I'm not gonna tell you. She raggedy, y'all. <laughs> she raggedy as hell, y'all. So you're not taking your kid off life support, knowing that there is a very slim chance that they're gonna survive. Anyway, so for me, I feel like one, I need to find out if we're even the same blood type because, like, you can't just be out here transplanting hearts from I any and everybody. Can, I think that in this scenario, you can work under the assumption that the heart transplant, I know you I'm don't looking want for to. my loophole. <laughs> I'm looking for my loopholes, fair enough. But in this ideal, non ideal world, there is no loophole. Everybody's blood matches. The heart transplant will go swimmingly well. Mind you, if your kid survives, it's not like they're coming home with you. They're going to jail, to prison, not even jail. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm still not taking my child off life support. <laughs> Fair. Would you? What would you do? I don't know. I feel like... I feel like there would be so much guilt on my heart for wanting to, one, save my child, knowing that more than likely they're not going to survive. Mm -hmm. And... That they were the cause of all of this in the first place. Granted, I don't think I could live with me being the person. Like, situation aside, like if my child is like in critical condition, we gonna let that machine run mm. for a very long time mm. till I am dead broke, mm-hmm. broken and broke, <laughs> and <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> like yes. we gonna let it run. Mm-hmm. So like. I don't think I could ever be the person to make the call to end my child's life. Even it, even they can be in vegetative state for now, like see, a year. And I, I could not be the, my husband gonna have to be stronger than me. 
Okay, because I was going to say, you don't feel as though you would be doing your kid a disservice by keeping them on on a machine for a year mm-hmm. or more, knowing that they are not getting any better. There's no I told my mom thought. I got good at insurance. If I ever have to be on, leave me, give me a fighting really? chance. Give me a fighting chance but to come back. But how do you determine how long is a fighting chance? A year, minimum. <laughs> Leave me on that machine for a year at a least. A year minimum. Minimum. Mm. Let me let me fight it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. My husband's going to have to be stronger than me. So after a year, if it's still not looking any better, my husband's going to have to be stronger. Because I'm still not going to say it. Mm. So you want me to make a on-the-spot decision? Same day? Same day. Child, no. Can't even... Not even going to hold you. Can't do it. That is so interesting to me because this is very much the case of do I sacrifice a life that is damn near gone to save a life that can't, that has a high likelihood of being saved? <laughs> My answer is not Sorry to that girl. This, like, that girl. <laughs> we is besties, child. No, it it is a very tough situation like i'm laughing about it because it's so awkward but like i just know all things aside i wouldn't be able to make the call if my husband is there Mm -hmm. and can rationalize i feel like there would be no rationalizing with you though you've already made it abundantly clear i need 365 days so let me ask you this. I'm I'm the best friend in question. You have let my child die. Are you coming to my child's funeral? <laughs> yeah, am I not invited? <laughs> Hell the fuck no. <laughs> Cut the mics. <laughs> Cut the mics. Cause she is so unserious. <laughs> Are you invited? Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. It, that's the thing. Like, it's not like I wanted your child to die. <laughs> but you sure as fuck didn't want yours to. So mine be damned. Sorry to that girl. Ain't that what she said like <laughs> thirty seconds ago? <laughs> that was when the girl wasn't your child. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> Oh Jesus, I pray that we are never in a life or death situation. I but I get it though. That's your child. And I think we I feel I feel you from the perspective of like being so sure about where you stand, but neither one of us has kids. So I can only And and that's and that's what I was just about to say. Mm-hmm. Like my niece. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel that about my is brother. My favorite human yeah. over my mom. My mm-hmm. mom knows this. Like that is my girl. Mm-hmm. I will go to hell and high water for her. And she's not even my child. Right. So I can only imagine Mm -hmm. how I'm going to feel about my child. Yeah. Which makes it hard. Mm -hmm. And and the thing is, like, that's why it's like, there are very few things in life for me that are hard no. Um, So that's why it's like, if my husband can rationalize it with me, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I just will not say it. Right. He's going to have to be the one to physically tell the doctor because I literally yeah. will not be able to physically say it. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm like, I can be convinced in most things in life. I can be convinced one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, 
much. Uh, del- Katrina, shout out to you, girl, for for this. De- uh, uh, excuse me, <laughs> y'all. This is my partner's like bestie. A- air quote because he. He's looking out the window now, child. (laughs) It's one of them cars. It's one of them cars, y'all. Anyway, that's an interesting place to end. Wait, no, you didn't answer, I don't think. So, yeah, you you wanted to call me out. You got to answer the question. (laughs) Y'all, I I, I feel like, because I understand the depth of love that you, again, because both of us feel that for somebody already. So, I can only imagine what that depth of love looks like for your own kid. But I feel like... I think I was saying like I yeah there would be a level of guilt that I have that my kid caused this to happen and there were people in the comments who were like well technically it wouldn't be my kid's fault because no one told the other kid to get in the car and I was like that's a bullshit that's a, that's excuse a, that's a piss poor that's a bullshit rationalization excuse. um but yeah I it would be that guilt and also it would be the guilt of my kid caused this and now my best friend has to lose her kid like I don't it. I don't, I really don't know how I, because I'm like. I'm going to feel guilty either way. I mean, sure. There's a, a level of guilt either way. I don't, I don't and know. And then the thing is like, I'm just also thinking about, okay, if I say this mm-hmm. and then your child still freaking dies, mm. I'm going to be livid. Like, I can only imagine the anger I'm going to feel in my heart. And yeah. not towards like you or the child, mm-hmm. but it's just like. That 5% could have made a damn difference. And that's what a lot of other people in the comments said, too. They were like, I watched enough Grey's Anatomy to know that 5% ain't 0%. And that's <laughs> my thing. Fair. And I'm like... I get that. I would be so pissed. Yeah. I do feel like I would want to give my child... I don't, I don't think I could make that decision in that moment. And I understand that it is extremely time sensitive. Yeah. But I would want to give my kid a chance as well regardless of what like the outcome would be after they get out of the hospital recover whatever the case mm-hmm. um just giving them a chance um i think that that's the route i would have to go like my that's my baby that's my child so you gave me all that shit and you chose the same i mean answer. but it's the fact that you <laughs> want you to show up to my child's funeral you i wouldn't come to your child's funeral i would just send a bouquet of flowers i would be offended if you didn't come well, we different people. Because <laughs> I'm offended that you show, had the audacity to show your face up in this church. But I didn't kill your child. You made the child to kill my child. So by default. That's not how Guilty by association, y'all. <laughs> I didn't say no, you I, gave me all that slack just to choose to. the same answer. It's for entertainment purposes. Girl. <laughs> but I really wanted to come out of my mouth and say, like, I, it, it, I still... Could you be convinced to do what? To end your child's life, to give my child a heart. Absolutely, because I'm already on the fence because I'm thinking about the fact that you are hanging by a thread and I know that you are young, your organs are healthy. I would love if you could donate all of your organs mm-hmm. to somebody. And if it, if I, I can live knowing that my child's heart is beating in my best friend's child's chest. I could feel a semblance of peace. I would feel better, but I would still feel so sad all the time about my child not being here no more. I feel like and me being the person that made the decision. Made the decision. 
I would rather it be you say, making the decision. Not you saying sorry to my child. Sorry. <laughs> I love you. But, and I, I can't, it's like I'm upset because you, you did this. After you mm-hmm. sat up here and told me that you wouldn't. We have a level of trust and understanding. Like, I, and at some point, I feel like in the back of my mind, I would feel like I failed my kid also because why would you not feel comfortable enough to text me or call me and be like, mom, can you send me an Uber? Can you come pick me up? All of this could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. So obviously maybe I didn't do something right. You know, like that will also cross my mind as well, mm-hmm. which I think will push me in the direction of like, let's go ahead and donate mm. them organs. And I love you. And this is, you know, your your livelihood, your whatever, your essence will live on in several other people. Almost like, what was that movie where Will Smith was like, don't date no Like that. Seven Pounds or something. I never watched that one. Okay. It was good. It I was good. You something like that. The one where he was like, pursuit of happiness. That's what I you love to talk about. Mm-mm. But yeah, I, it's like, I want to say, yeah, let's save him. But at the same time... I think I could easily be convinced. And I think because I can be so easily convinced, I think that's where I really want to go. Of like, let's just. Oh, no. Nah. It's not going to be easy convincing for me. My husband will have to come out with a mouthpiece. I feel you. He's going to have to come out with. It's X. a hard decision either way. And like, hopefully he got some mental stability at that time. Because. Who, your husband? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because if, if we both delirious. <laughs> there's no chance in hell that anyone is being safe. Well, except for your kids being safe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you, Katrina Sergio, for that dilemma. I, I just I can see your face in my periphery. <laughs> so that alone let me know that we we may continue to run with this one, y'all. <laughs> Cause now I'm like thinking of just like conversations we had that I'm like, oh, these will be perfect for this. Mm. Send them on up to you, girl. We'll share them on the show, y'all. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's time to wrap it up. So you know how we ended, y'all. My cheeks hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody was kicking it on that one. If if she was audacious, let us know. Because she was. Y'all can say so. Y'all can say so. Am I not invited? I thought it'd be disrespectful to not at least show my respect. (laughs) I don't want no Facebook post. I don't want no, I don't want none of that. I know that you feel bad. Let me just resonate in that knowing <laughs> but child because if i told my mama that you could have saved her and you did what you think is gonna happen all hell is gonna break loose so i'm really saving your life oh, i'm really saving goodness. your life anyway <laughs> how are you maintaining your lane this week sister how am i maintaining my lane this week i am my my lane this week is gonna be plant mama um, I still think I definitely, I think I definitely got finessed with that plant sale. Oh my God. <laughs> Y'all, we have to talk about it real quick. Cause let me tell you the developments I came up on. So you didn't tell me any developments. Cause I, I wanted to, <laughs> it's like, I learned about it like on my lunch break. And then I was like, Ooh, I'm into Ayana. And it just completely slipped my mind. You mentioning it brought it right back to the top of my brain. So I don't know why. I think it was because, like, I had my plants in my house. Um, So, a week or two ago, Atlanta went through, I think, 
all of the like country went through front. that like cold front, right? Mm-hmm. And I accidentally left my plants on my balcony so they suffer from cold shock. And I brought them in my house to try and give them some time to just like recoup and they just never did. So I was moving them back outside so that I could throw them away. Um, and something told me, <laughs> I don't know why, but to just like go on Reddit to see if anyone else had experienced the same thing. Uh-huh. And so I found a thread... And this is going back to, so Ayana found this, was it an Instagram ad? Uh (laughs) There was an Instagram ad of this plant shop that was closing and they were doing like this huge sale. And a lot of their plants were what, like three, five dollars or whatever. And so she shared it in the group chat and both of us were going to buy plants. Now, when I went to go check, I had maybe like 12 plants and it was like $50. Um... I went to go check out and my card wouldn't go through twice. And so I was like, that feels like a red flag. And then um, she told me that it was an Instagram ad. And I was, I looked up the company on the Better Business Bureau, didn't show up, went on Instagram to look for them, didn't have an Instagram page, um, was looking at their contact page. And the one email they had wasn't like a business at. It and was see, like I didn't a Gmail at, and I was like, I had ordered, and it was like respond to Andrew Joe at Hotmail. I was like, oh damn it, another red flag. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, no, I'm not gonna do it. But I think you had already hit mm-hmm. purchase, so I was like, okay. Um, but that day, so yeah, I went on Reddit to see um, had anybody else experienced this girl. There were um comments from like 180 days ago of people like um from the same store that store and a bunch of different similar stores with the same pictures they got something in the mail a pair of knockoff airpods (laughs) (laughs) everybody everybody who got something got the same headphones (laughs) (laughs) and now i'm like okay and other people just didn't get anything at all but a lot of people who sought to get a refund did get a refund okay but a lot of people were leery of like oh well they have my information blah blah blah. so a lot of people just like cut their the card they use all together just to be on the safe side so it made me think i was on tiktok the other day one there was this sound and it was just like this little girl she was like can i go outside mom and the mom was like no, you got in somebody's car the last time. And she's like, but they had a Reese's. This is me with plans. <laughs> but they had plans. <laughs> uh, but I saw some people talking about, oh my goodness, I'm in tears. This website, I think it's called like privacy.com or something where it um, kind of like blocks out your card information, like mm-hmm. your actual information or something. So mm, Okay, retroactively. Proactive. Proactive. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. it'll, like, put a different number in the system. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll still charge your card, but the vendor won't oh, have your information. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't really looked into it. I literally saw it, like, a mm-hmm. day or two ago. Yeah. I haven't made any other sketchy purchases. They are making ads on Facebook, on Pinterest, just everywhere. I'm kind of curious With what I'm going to get, man. I'm so excited to see. <laughs> I hate to say that. But I am. Because I'm like, everybody got these same headphones from china it's in china and what's crazy is like people weren't putting it together ahead of time to think like first of all the shipping is going to take forever how are my plants going to survive but that's the thing like 
on the website, it didn't say that it was coming from China. It yeah. said shipping, like receiving five to seven days, like mm-hmm. seven to 12 days. And I'm like, okay, that's because mm-hmm. the plants I was getting were like weekly water plants anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's just arrived. They might, yeah. yeah, they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, there's places like Easy Plant mm-hmm. or like all of these plants that ship. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it'll, it'll work I've gotten plants out. in the mail before too. See, I've never gotten one in the mail. So this have, is my first time But trying. just one. So then I was thinking, if I bought 12 plants, is it going to come in 12 different boxes? And people were like, oh, they gave, like, they were sending, like, um, real tracking numbers and all that, but yeah. just for, like, one box. And it's like, how were you shipping 12 plants in one box? Like, that part. Mm-hmm. And then, how am I getting, it's saying that it should be here at 1 o'clock in the morning. That is not realistic. So, it was just, and I looked up. I think they had an address on their website, but the address went to like this random ass warehouse in New Jersey. Mm, mm-hmm. So I was like, it's too many red flags for me, y'all. Oh, but we'll see if you get your, your headphones. <laughs> I, listen, I'm maintaining my lane this week by continuing to do my due diligence <laughs> on these fucking websites. Okay, okay, but to be fair, had your card went through, we would have been oh, in the same bucket. Because, <laughs> bitch, I was excited. It said you got three hours. And then another red flag on top of that is the fact that, okay, you know how p- companies send you an email when you leave stuff in your cart or whatever. Creating that sense of urgency. We should know Creating better. But I'm like, why is y'all still sending me emails and the sale ended two days ago? That's how I know See, y'all I on some bullshit. Emails. But that's because I still had shit in my cart. I never checked out. Ah, okay, okay. I'm like, the sale was supposed to be over three hours ago. Yeah. Y'all niggas going out of business. What's the truth? Y'all better get on the BBB oh and see if they register as a, as a company. I think I'm so ashamed because now I feel like, nah, I see a lot of old people be getting scammed. All you got to do is so tell them easily. that one thing that they yes. like. You got to figure out that one thing it's that they so like. It's so easy to scam people. It's, it's crazy. But that's why I always put stuff on my credit card and never on my debit because I'm mm-hmm. like... You can't touch my money. Yeah, and at this point, you would. You can touch the bank money. We'll Shh, figure that I'll out I'll later. Get it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to get a PO box. Y'all need to be knowing where I oh, live. Oh, I have PO box and everything. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm maintaining my lane. How you maintaining your lane, child? I'm just gonna make sure the plants that I got stay alive. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because I'm starting damn near. But all there the way is over. okay. There is a plant store that's having a sale in real life. In real life. Oh, I'm here for it's it. It's where I got rain from. Okay. What is um, it called? See. Atlanta. Okay. It's over there off of, um, what's that? Peachtree, back, back behind like 1145, over there in that area. Okay. I'm down for that. So, they're having I'm a downtown basis. Look at that, y'all. <laughs> Silver lining. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for joining us for the first episode of season two. We will see you next week. Peace out, posse. <laughs>